the workers beat. I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is here. Good morning. It's Bonnie Mathias. Hello. The workers beat is everything from the point of view of working families. We like to start with things you can do. Don't fret. Don't worry. Just get your marching shoes on. That's and right. Get ready to do stuff. That's right. January 21st through the 27th will be a week of action for diplomacy to end the war in Ukraine. Contact the Dallas Peace and Justice Center. That's DPJC online. Today is election day in Farmer's Branch. Uh, January 26th, there will be training at 3 o'clock called Making Our Case, the Best Practices for Lobbying Our Elected Officials. Training event by the Alliance for Retired Americans. You can contact me about that. GeneLance.org. January 28th, from 3 to 5 p.m., celebration of the 85th anniversary of the pecan shellers strike. This takes place in San Antonio. Really? In Cassiano Park, 1728 Potosi in San Antonio. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, the pecan I... shellers strike is something a lot of people don't know about. Well, I certainly I didn't know about it. January 31st, the postmark deadline for affiliated union family high school seniors to apply for the Texas AFL-CIO scholarship. And, Bonnie, I think that's $1,500, Yes, it? sir. Yes, sir. Oh, it used to be 1000 now it's 1500 Yes, because... So, you have, if you are a high school senior and you're in a union family, you can apply to your local central labor council. You can contact me about that, too. GeneLance.org. January 31st is also the deadline for the Union Plus scholarships. This is a national scholarship. It's the amounts range from $500 to $4,000, and they're available to union members and their families to begin or to continue their college education. So you don't have to be a high school senior. You can actually be a college student and still get that. That's great. February the 1st at 1230, the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets at the AFT Hall. Bishop and Center in Oak Cliff. Everyone invited. Contact Judy, 214-729-0063. February the 8th at 6 p.m. Check me on this, Bonnie. Training for Deputy Voter Registrar. That's right. At 1408 North Washington. That's Contact right. Bonnie Mathias, who's sitting right over there. You can you, call her you, at 972-647-1893 right now. Actually, I really need you to go to DallasDemocrats.org and sign up at that. That lake. And become a, what is a deputy voter registrar, Bonnie? What do they do? You can't, you register voters and uh-huh. you can, instead of just hand them, oh, handing them a white card and saying, fill this out and put it in the mail, you can actually have them complete the voter registration card. You complete the bottom of the card and give them a receipt. The thing, the thing that always bothers me about it is you have to turn it in. That, five that, days. Five days. Well, you, you have five, five days, days. You have five days after you register to somebody to vote to get it to the de- to the uh, Dallas County elections. What would be cool about this is like if you lived in an apartment building or something, you could sign up everybody. Or let's say you were a teacher in a school. You could sign up everybody in that school. Yes. And then take yes. their registrations in and make that way you'd know You for know sure. that they all registered to vote. Mm-hmm. It's so, so important. It's just just, you know, we're we're working to get uh, high schools more involved so that their students, when they become eligible to uh, register, they register uh, mm-hmm. and they know what's happening. How old do you have to be for high school students? 18. You have to be 18 to vote, but... 18 it, on election day. Right. You have to be 18 on election day. So you can register before that if you're going to be 18 on election day. Yes, that's mm-hmm. correct. So a that's lot of 17-year-olds can uh, register can to register. vote. They can register, that's right. That's cool because, you know, a long time ago... They wouldn't let you vote until you were 21. Oh, they would like to do that again. When they started this country, you had to be 35. <laughs> and own property. And own you? property yeah. and be white. And be white. Yeah, I forgot, and be a male forgot about that. And have a penis. Yeah. You, you, you had to show all of that. <laughs> all of that to register to Now vote. we have to show ID and we're still, we're complaining. You used to have to show, you know. You, oh my you, gosh, everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're not, please understand, Texas is the, hardest state in the country to vote 
Okay, they have done that. The hardest and worst. Yes, and they'd really like to make it even harder. Mm -hmm. So please watch the legislature. About half the bills in the legislature right now yep. are going to make it even harder to vote. We have a caller? <laughs> yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling K-N-O-N. Howdy. Good morning, Gene Bunny. Good morning. Yeah. What you got? You, you, you're talking about the legislature. Well, I was looking at the news yesterday, and the teachers' union... <laughs> they want a $10,000 raise for each certified teacher and a 15% raise for the workers. Uh -huh. I've had $32 billion surplus. That, that's pretty Good. fair to me. And I think that uh, I, I've gone down to Austin with the teachers. Uh, I did several years ago. They're going again. Be March the 13th, you're going to go you down? Go. March the 13th. So, so, so it's March the 13th. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. That's I the AFT. That That's the AFT okay. day. There's also going to be, there's a CWA, Texas State Employees Union Day, uh, that they're going to be going to a lobby day as well. Because, you know, those folks, they don't have any cost of living in, in their pensions. Uh, that I don't think they ever have. Had they? Have they? No, they've never had a cost of living in their pensions, and they're trying to get it this year. Yes. Uh, and they're also trying to get a raise, and, and then maybe the politician can quit complaining about the teacher shortage. Right. But look, uh, do you know you know how to get uh, involved with the uh, lobby day with the teachers, the April 13th lobby day? Because you can call Judy Bryant. Okay, because I, I think you guys announced it. Yeah, well, I, announced, yeah. I announced the time. And I called Judy at 214-729-0063. And, and I think that uh, everyone who has any interest in the schools, whether it's particularly parents mm -hmm. and, you know, significant others or people who work in the schools mm -hmm. need to go down there because uh, the governor... Uh, Hot Wheels, Hot is, Wheels. Is, is, is proposing giving the largest tax cut in history and of course most of that money is going to go to the wealthiest the wealthiest people yep they, wing and yeah. squat <laughs> right. and, and that's that's why that's why I like Jim Hightower he's so profound when he his uh his commentary he's on it isn't he and, and it's uh if we don't fight for this our teachers uh, who do a tremendous job and there's a lot of stress Oof. involved in teaching young people because a lot of, a lot of them and I know from experience of being at the high school they come to school there's the only structure that a lot of them have as far as a family or a community uh, and, and they, the, the teachers have to do a lot of uh, disciplining the kids, yeah, mm -hmm. which which wasn't true when when I was in a, a kid back in way back whenever that was. We were just <laughs> back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Well, <laughs> back, yeah, we, were we were all we were all so good, you know. They didn't have to discipline us. Oh, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> no, I was now not. We wanted to get back to the house that they had to discipline us. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because we they they gonna call. Your parents. I used they to, are going to call them and tell them what you did. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I used to teach, and I had a telephone sitting on my desk. Oh, my God. And that was what scared those kids the most. Well, yeah. Uh -huh. I, I won't, in my junior year, I remember walking into the school, and I had a summons to go to the office. Mm. I was like, what, what? So I walk in the office. I say, hey, man, what's up? She goes, we got caught. We had had, we had a girl, that, uh, one of the girls, one of our buddies was working in the office. So we were skipping classes and she was pulling okay. the slips so that <laughs> we, were, we weren't showing up absent. Well, nope. she got busted. We so, got to take this caller. We got to take another go. caller. Thanks so much, Leon. Have a great day. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello? Our caller's Hello. all up. Hello. Good morning. Yes, I'm trying to find out some information that y'all spoke on about the college funding. I missed all of the information. Yeah, it's for union families. Yeah, you, you have to be, either your parents or your grandparents have to be union members. 
Okay. Does do you, do you have somebody that qualifies? Now, when you say union members, like union of a, like uh, where they were employed, like auto workers or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I just didn't get all the information. And again, uh, my name is Ollie Jackson. That's that's my wife and her. We listen to y'all all the time. You know, oh. good work. Happy New Year and all that good stuff. Thank no you. Thanks so much. Child and school, so we're trying to find out all the resources. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You got a high school senior, huh? No, sir. A college. Woo! College. Okay. Just trying to find some some more money to keep them there, right? More, more, more. So anytime you uh you guys uh have that info, please pull it out. Yes, sir. Certainly will. Yeah, we it's important. Y'all. Thank you. Y'all you have know, a great day. If, if education wasn't yes, so yeah. important, why do, why is it that the rich people always are trying to keep everybody from getting one? You know, it's like voting. Yeah. If you if if you think it's not important to vote, uh, why are they trying to stop you? Yeah. Why? Was, why that do you was think? The big fight. You know, that was the big fight after the Civil War. A lot of northern, good-natured northern, northern people went south to help with the schools. And yeah. boy, they got in trouble. <laughs> right. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, good morning, my friend, Bonnie, you guys. Good morning. God bless y'all, guys. You know how last Saturday you guys were talking about a caller came, called in about uh Death, you know, uh, about burial and three funerals. Uh-huh. I had to put down my, I had to put down my dog. And just let you know, for cremation, it costs forty, it costs four hundred thousand, well, forty, no, four hundred dollars for cremation. You found, no, well, you found, I'm sorry, that's cheap. That's you cheap. went to the wrong. Now this is for your dog. Oh, for her dog, baby. Yeah. That he got, he's a dog. He was a dog town, and he died of old age, and we had to put him down. And so he, uh, it was, cre- uh, it was cremation, four hundred dollars here in Arlington. Okay, that's there's a place in Rockwall that will that is much less expensive than that. So uh, just just for the future. I mean, I I put down. I had to uh, took uh, my big German Shepherd out there, and it was one hundred and fifty dollars. And I got him. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to get you your number. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna have to get you number. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you if you go to uh, my Facebook, do you, are you on Facebook? Uh, no, ma'am, but I can be on there. I can make an account. Okay, well, I was just going to say, I'll put it on Facebook, the uh, the name of the place in Rockwall, uh, if you want to take a look. My Facebook is, is public, so you can okay, look at wonderful. it. Okay, wonderful. Okay? So just look okay. for Bonnie <laughs> Mathias. That's nice enough. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to let your callers know, you know, for cremation for a dog, gosh, uh, arm and a leg, $400 for cremation. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You That's, can, uh, uh, oh, thank you. for a human being. For a human being, I found a, a price of seven fifty. Yeah, by just looking good. on the internet. Yeah, uh, usually they charge you three thousand at the at the funeral home. They'll charge you three thousand or so. I understand. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Give us a call. Thank you, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, we, we still got, we really touched off something when we started talking about burial costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody has to bury somebody, and uh, they're finding that it's very, very expensive. And also, when you are bereaved, you're not in any shape to resist that preacher or that uh, salesman yeah, at the funeral just, home. It's very, very... Uh, and uh, yeah, my sorry. friend Mary said that she had uh, some friends whose daughter died. They were bereaved and they didn't know what to do. They ended up paying $50,000. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Five, oh, 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 oh. So it's the place in Rockwall is called Pet Memories Cremation. Okay. And that's a Pet. cheap place to dispose it's of a dog. much less expensive. I mean, I have all my babies uh, on the mantle. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, you keep their ashes? I do. I keep their ashes and they give you a beautiful little box and <laughs> and uh, with the name. You know, I'm a dog person. What Good can morning. I Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. How you doing? Wonderful. How are you? I, you know, I'll t- I'm going to tell you what I'm doing right now. 
I'm sitting up here looking at a book by um, Daniel Ellsberg and um, and uh, and then one by the Rice R R E I C E, and I've been studying a lot. Do you know? Uh, I'm concerned about our country. Uh, you know, right now we we spent 4.5 billion dollars in Ukraine, and uh, uh, and, and now we we supported Afghanistan. We lost that war. We spent a billion, a billion point one. And I'm concerned this country. I was in the war, Vietnam War. Country, we need help right now. We need to stop fighting one another because if we don't, there was 40 years worth of wars and we never win. Somebody started these wars. And so I'm concerned about that, especially the, the conservative, the conservative, the people who who got all the money. I wish they would stop fighting in Washington D.C. We have to save this country because we have South Korea, man, North Korea, China, and Iran fight a war that we say we're not in, but we give it. We have given so many billions of dollars to Ukraine already. We are in war. Mm-hmm. And I think we stop fighting with each other about skin color. And we need to come together some kind of way. I don't know how we're going to do this because critical race truth is what we need. And then maybe we can come together as a people in on this one, one country. Because right now, I hear you, Brian, about voting. It's, it's important. But right now, we can I don't think America can stand another war. I don't either. Well, I just want to clear something up. I don't up. think we can stand the ones we're in now. Uh, no, I want to clear something up from Reverend Barnett's show earlier. Somebody called in and said he saw something on Facebook where they're recruiting uh, uh, people, that uh, veterans that are 50 and up. That is not true. The, the Navy increased their uh, age to 41. Okay, so you, if you're if you're 41 and below, you can still join the Navy. But y'all, they ain't recruiting y'all. I'm telling you, they're not recruiting seniors. <laughs> they ain't recruiting the seniors. Okay, that was meatball. That was meatball doing that. And I don't. You can't believe everything you get on Facebook. I know, brother. When I heard it, I said I got to change the channel. <laughs> no, no. See, that's crazy. We don't need to be going. We need to be talking about peace. We got to take a break. Well, thank you, Gene and Bonnie. Thank you, Bonnie. Have a good day. Be right back. Bye-bye. The 23rd Annual Kano and Blues Festival is coming Saturday, February 4th and Sunday, February 5th to Poor David's Pub in Dallas. Starring the Texas Blues Guitar Summit featuring Anson Funderburg, Mike Morgan, and Sean Pittman, Big Jack and the Conspiracy Band, the Benoist King Band, the Blues Diva All-Stars with Lady Lotion, Andrea Dawson, Blue Lisa, and the Rio Casey Band, Junior Boy and Carrie's Blues Band, Greg A. Smith and J-Mac, the Paul Bird Band, Hash Brown, Jackie Donlow and the New Blues Review, with C.T. Davis and Rachel Patman, Christian Dosler, Leo Hall and Texas Blues Machine, Aaron Burton, McKinney Williams Jr., and the E-Flat Porch Band. Come on out. Your ears will thank you for it. Advance tickets at knon.org. Doors open 3 p.m. Barbecue available. Sponsored by the law offices of K.R. Wittenberg. This is a KNON benefit event. We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. The number is 972-647-1893. We already had some pretty smart callers. Yes. I want to get some comments on this. The Bureau of Labor Statistics announced 273,000 new members with new union members. With 64,000 of them in Texas. And Texas also had an increase in what they call union density. In other words... We have a larger part of the entire workforce are in unions now, but it's still pretty small. It's still small. We don't want to be bragging too much. Well, I got. I have to brag just a tiny little. Go bit. ahead. We had some elections at uh, our our Dallas AFL CIO on Thursday night, and I am proud to announce that uh, Gene Lance was elected as the president, and I was reelected to be the vice president. So the, the leadership of the labor movement sitting right here. That's right. And Lou Luckhart, uh, who has been instrumental in getting us uh, involved in some things. He helped organize the uh, MLK parade. Uh, he is now our new secretary treasurer. 
I'll tell you, I was impressed with Lou Luckhart. Judy Bryant called me about two months ago and said, Gene, are you going to organize the uh, MLK uh, contingent, uh, labor contingent in the Martin Luther King Center? And I said, Judy, I'm sick. I, I, don't, I can't do it. And so she called Lou Luckhart. He said, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, he didn't just say okay. He said, I'm on it. I'm on it. And uh, he went out and paid the 150 bucks. It cost 150 bucks to have a contingent this year. We did reimburse him for and that. And then started getting the contingent together, and he got a bunch of teachers. I, cause I, I just saw the pictures. He had a bunch of teachers, a bunch of CWA members. Yeah. Uh, I think Ernest Tilly was responsible Yes, Ernest that. Tilly. He, and he, they had actually a car or two he, that, that, from the auto workers. Yeah. Uh, Gerardo Contreras. I call him Saint Gerardo he is Saint because Gerardo. he always comes through. He brings the big float uh, with, and he decorates it. It's just beautiful, and he shined up at that Dodge pickup of his, so it looked like a new dime. And uh, they had the, the biggest and best labor contingent in the Martin Luther King parade that I have ever seen. That is incredible. That I was really awesome. sorry to not be there. My health is, wouldn't allow me to go. But wow, what a good job they did. And Lou, and it was basically Lou Luckhart yep. that did it and started it. That's right. And uh, from the Steelworkers Union. And he had some steelworker participation. And I think this is the first time I have ever seen the American Federation of Government Employees. They were out there. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I did. I saw Jeannie. Yeah, I Jeannie did Schultz. see Jeannie in a picture. A I sure brand. did. But she wasn't the only one. They had uh, some other AFGE people, I think. They might have been from the veterans. That's uh, awesome. Jeannie is from the Environmental Protection Agency. Right, right. That is wonderful. I'm, you know, I really, I got to give it to you guys. Thank you so much for getting out there and doing that. That's oh, my God, a, the phones are lighting up, Gene. We must have said something good. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. You know... Um, being against the war in Ukraine is one of the few things that I agree with the Republicans on. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, I'm not sure they're against it. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're, they're just criticizing it. the Democrats, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I just, I wonder what the details are about the case. I don't trust them at all, but uh, on, on the surface of it, I agree we should not be involved in that Ukrainian conflict. But now, moving to something that's practical, um, voter registration and voter education. Uh -huh. now, I hear people talk a lot about voter registration, but hardly anybody, very few people uh, talk about voter education. And I think that's an important piece of the whole pie. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like, uh, a lot of people believe Trump when he said he was going to uh, build a wall and Mexico was going to pay for it. <laughs> and you know, how he's done more for uh, black people and anybody in the last 50 years. A lot of folks believe that. I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure that one out. How do they think that? Yeah, and you know, it would seem like uh, that would be a part of our education as citizens in this country. You know, like they used to do something like that with our civics classes. Yes. But uh, people have just lost it. So, if Bunny, do you know of any uh, uh, formation set up that do voter education that's going to be helpful to the people of this country. Anyway, I'm going to hang up and get you out. Okay, all right. Absolutely. I can tell you right now that the Dallas County Democrats, our motto is register, educate, vote. So... You got to register people. Then you got to keep you got to keep in touch with them. You can't just give them, you know, here's your voter registration card. Thanks for registering. See you later. You can't do that. You have to stay in touch with them. You have to educate them so that they understand what the issues are and how people stand that are on the ballot so that they can make an educated decision. And then you got to make sure they get to the polls. For That's people it. that don't trust the political parties, they can go to the League of Women Voters. Yep. That's nonpartisan voter education. League of Women Voters is lwv.org. And, uh, and I think their Texas webpage is lwvtexas.org. That's right. That's right. And, it's uh, excellent. Absolutely outstanding. And they'll tell you if a, if a Republican stinks or if a Democrat's any good, uh, no matter what, what uh, 
political party they may belong to. Yeah, so they, they'll give you some... They're, they're one people that you can trust. They'll give you information about the candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to tell you, this is how they voted on this. This is how they voted on this. Then you can decide how, who represents your values then make that uh, make that decision on how to vote. Mm-hmm. You're making a really good point, though. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. You can much. call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. We do, too. January the 19th was Confederate Heroes Day in Texas. Jesus, Mary there's a bill. There's a bill in the legislature to quit celebrating Confederate Heroes Day on January the 19th. And... Uh, that sometimes that's the actual same day that we celebrate. Yes, Martin Luther, Martin King, Luther King. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because As a matter of fact, in some states, it is in southern a few southern states, yeah. and it's not going to change in those southern states unless we get southern educated people. and vote. Southern people are going to have to to fight to to have something done right. That's right. The guy's name is Representative Jarvis Johnson, a Democrat from Houston, and he wants to end Confederate Heroes Day. I'd like to know what people think about that. The number is 972-647-1893. Do you want to keep on celebrating Confederate Heroes Day, or would you rather not? I think Bonnie would rather not. I want to ask Bonnie, too, about the the Bakers and Confectioners Union, BCTGM. Yes. That's the name of their union. It's the Bakers, though. It's the old Bakers and Confectioners. Mm -hmm. And they're not as big here as they are in some places. They're really, really big in Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, In in Nevada, they have quite a bit to say about politics in Nevada. And politics in Nevada have been uh, very exciting for the last several years because of them. Yes. So anyway, they have this big struggle going on in Iowa, and Bonnie's been speaking up for them. You know, tell us about it, Bonnie. Well, they're on strike in Iowa, uh, and this is the same union that beat Nabisco. They Uh went on strike against Nabisco. And Kellogg's. And Kellogg's, and uh, were successful in getting decent uh, contracts with both of those. So now they're on strike with the Ingredion, uh, and they actually have some folks over in Fort Worth. So uh, I think Gene has got the information on his uh, about the, how you can support them and, and so forth. I think it's on the it. Dallas AFLCO website. Yes. And the Dallas AFLCO website. You just have to Google it. Just, just put in Dallas AFLC. There you go. There you go. And go to the website. And, and look uh, in the news section. Yes. And that information on how you can assist those folks uh, or support them uh, it, it is available. Well, the Dallas Labor Movement voted to support them and sent yes. them a modest uh, donation. We sent them 100 bucks because, you know, that might buy diapers and, and macaroni and cheese for somebody, you well, know? And also, it impresses the company. When they find out that you've got national support. That's right. It impresses company. That's right. And then the other thing that the Dallas AF of LCO took a took a strong position on has something to do with broadband. Yes. I have to ask Bonnie about that again too because she's com- Communication Workers of America. This is uh, this is an awesome coalition that's been formed with CWA and many other uh, organizations throughout the country mm-hmm. to make sure that people uh, have digital access. Uh, mm-hmm. Closing the digital divide, if so you will. Poor people can get on, yeah, on so their computers. Everybody has access. And they uh, say, Dallas has been saying for a couple of years that they were going to fix that. Well, and now they really are getting serious uh-huh. because there's $11 billion coming the from federal money. the federal money from the infrastructure bill. Uh-huh. And we want to make sure that these jobs go to qualified people that know what they're doing and have good living wage jobs. And go to underserved neighborhoods. Yes. So we are encouraging the Dallas City Council uh, when they release the request for a proposal, which is called an RFP, then they will have labor standards in that, that request for proposal. Shout out to Brittany Cooington for being the spokesperson. She's a member of CWA Local yes. 6215. Yes, she is. And she's the spokesperson for getting better Wi-Fi all over the city now and reaching poor people 
with uh, with Wi-Fi. That's right. I spoke uh, at the city council meeting virtually on, on Wednesday, uh, encouraging the council members to look at this. The council has to has to make this a doable RFP where AT&T has to fulfill it with CWA members. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so important that who do you want in the last mile? Okay, the last mile is really, really important. That's fiber to your house, okay? Mm-hmm. Fiber optics to your house. So that's called the last mile. Don't you want somebody that's qualified to come in your house and hook it up? And other nations are have a lot faster Wi-Fi than oh we do. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. I have fiber at my house, and I got to tell you, it's freaking awesome. It is. It's awesome. Yeah, you it's, can remember when you didn't. Oh, can I ever? <laughs> it, it's like been a year. <laughs> everything, just like everything else, the rich people had this a long time ago. Yes. And uh, so they are now getting federal money. And we want to make sure they don't translate that into something else like the state legislature does all the time. They'll get federal money for something and they'll fudge it over yep. into some other budget That's and end right. up giving it out in tax breaks to the rich. Well, you know, kind of like they're doing right now with the, they're going to oh, they're gonna fix the grid, Gene. Oh. And guess what? It's going to cost us $460 million. We're going to be paying higher bills, utility bills. Yeah. For the for the rest of our lives, yep. because the utility easy, companies easy. expect us to pay for what they did to That's us last right. year. That's right. Okay. There you the go. The baristas baristas in Flower Mound Starbucks have voted overwhelmingly to certify the union. Yay. Congratulations to Starbucks workers Absolutely. in Flower Mound. Yes. So that's another another big uh, accomplishment and very positive thing that's going on. I, I started looking for positive news. That's the, good, Gene. Because, because remember that guy it that used called to, it used said, the darkest hour in radio. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we announced was bad. And he said, this is the darkest hour in radio. So Gene's really been working on that. I think we need to give him kudos for that because he's been working hard to find more good news. Yeah, uh, this is kind of sweet and sour news here. The unions are on strike across France over the the president's plan to raise the retirement age to 64. Ours is 70. 70. He want, he, they want to raise the retirement age to 64, and they're striking over it. Now, China was having some trouble with the workers there. They want to increase their retirement age. Currently, their retirement age is 55 Dang. for women. And 60 for men. If you're a Chinese worker, you can retire. If you're a man, you can retire at 60. If you're a woman at 55. But they're talking about increasing it. And wouldn't that be tragic if they got as bad as America? Where where our retirement age, people still think it's 65, but it's gone up. it's 70. To get full benefits, it's 70. To get the best best, uh, Social Security you can get, you have to wait till you're 70. And and we have some some jerks uh, in D.C. that would like to raise that to 75. They're, They're trying to do something to make Social Security worse. And they're going to hold the government hostage over it, too. You can count That's on it. That's what they're saying. The Treasury Department is presently maneuvering to avoid a complete debt limit breakdown. But uh, they say they can maneuver until June, but nobody knows really how long they can maneuver. So do you know what that means? Do you remember how we used back in the olden days when we could float checks? You know, so you could, like, write a check to this guy over here because you knew your deposit was coming, like, the next day. (laughs) And pray to God that the one came before the other. Mm. Well, that's kind of like what we're doing right now, what the the, uh, feds are doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're playing with the playing. How how which bills do we pay? Yeah, and they, they tend to hold the uh, government hostage. That's their actual plan. Yeah, they, that's they're it. They're saying we're not going to vote on this uh, formality that's of the right. debt limit. That's right. Until we get cuts for working people. Yep, because they want to cut Social Security. They want to cut Medicare. So I have an idea. All of these legislators, 
that want to cut Social Security and Medicare. Let's go ahead and cut that in their states. Just in their states. Just in their states. <laughs> you know, and let's see how long they the would people will put up with that. They would do it because uh, I know the Texas government would, would love to cut working people more. They don't <laughs> just, it is not true that all they want to do is cut working people. No. I mean, we've been saying that for a long time, but it is not true. They have two plans. It's not just <laughs> cut work, working people. It's also give away money to rich people. Yes. So they have two plans. Give away money to rich people and cut money for working people. Oh, and now we got one of them has proposed a 30% across-the-board sales tax. Mm-hmm. Who do you think that's going to affect? It's going to affect the poor people. <laughs> yes. So, oh, yeah, they want to do away with income tax. And they try to make it sound like it's something good. They say, we're going to cut property taxes for those poor homeowners. Mm. But what about the renters? The poor people mostly rent. Yeah. And that's not going to do a doggone thing for them. Nope. And uh, and that's and that's what their announced attention was. That's what they're trying to make it sound yeah. good. Oh, we're going to help When they say you. that. But the truth is, you can just stand by. If they got $32 million, they're going to give it to the rich people as much as they possibly can. But, you know, they could go ahead and and put a really serious down payment on uh, building all those natural gas plants that they want us as consumers Mm -hmm. to pay for. 972-647-1893. If you're interested in getting your point of view out, you don't just have to listen to Ibra. Is it time for us to take a break? We gotta take a break. We'll be right back. Blue, Blue Monday. Monday. Hey, Blue Monday. Monday. Gotta work, work like, like a slave all day. I bet people wish we would shut up so they could hear Fast Domino. 972-647-1893 is the number. We were talking about cutting the government. The governor of Texas is saying that he wants to spend that $32 million on giving tax breaks to homeowners. Well, who owns the homeowners? This was in Sharon Grigsby's column in the Dallas Morning News, and this will shock you right out of your pants. Guess who bought 43% of the houses sold in Dallas last year? It wasn't homeowners. Oh, pick me, pick me. I know, I know. What's the answer? It's people from foreign countries. No, it's investors. Well, it's investors. Yes, from foreign countries. Well, some of them are from foreign. Investors bought 43% of the houses sold in Dallas last year. It was not homeowners. Nope. So the people that are owns the homes are big corporations, yep. investing corporations, and that's who's going to get the tax break that the governor has in mind. Lucky them. <laughs> you want to do something about it? You know that some nurses in uh, was in New York, they had a, a strike and they won. They won. Yes, and they in did. England. Thousands of British nurses continue to strike. That's right. According to the Dallas Morning... Well, it's according to the Associated Press. Yes. But it was in the Dallas Morning News. Yes. And there are... The Southwest Airline pilots are planning to take a strike authorization vote. Now, we might ought to have an explanation of a strike authorization vote. Bonnie, can you explain that? Well, the members have to vote whether or not they will strike should it come to that. Yeah, they don't actually call a strike. Right, but they have to vote, will you go on strike if one is called? They authorize the negotiating there committee to call a strike. To call okay. a strike. All so right. uh, that's that's where they are right now. Mm-hmm. They are uh, working on, on taking a strike vote. Mm-hmm. And in Peru, we got to talk about Peru. <sighs> in Peru, they arrested the president and put him in jail mm. because he was trying to live up to his campaign promise to to deliver a new constitution. So they arrested him and put him in jail. Yep. And the people are marching on the Capitol. They're marching from all over the country. There's already a bunch of them there. The Capitol's name is Lima, Lima. like lima mm-hmm. beans. Ugh. And they will join the strike called by the General Confederation of Workers to demand that the 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 phony president that's that's president now that she step down and get the real president out of jail and put him back put in, him back in the president's office. Uh, they have, and meanwhile, she uh, has suspended constitutional rights in Peru. So they are trying to stop everybody from protesting. 
But what it really comes down to is racism. Yeah. Because the people who live in Peru are mostly indigenous people. But there's a few white people there that would they like have to always run land. things. That's right. And they want to keep on running That's things. That's right. And uh, the indigenous people are saying, you know, we'd like to have our man in there. The first president they ever had that was indigenous yes. was this, this guy. Yeah. And that's the one that they put in jail. So they're up in arms. And I, I think we should be watching that and learning what we ought to be doing in this country when things don't go our way. So do you think the United States has a little, got their little fingers in this pie? They nearly always do. That's why I'm asking. They nearly always do. The That's CIA is nearly always in there somewhere. Yep. And they'll admit it, too. But they admit it 50 years later. Yeah, yeah. 50 oh, years yeah, later, you that. found out oh, yeah. that the CIA overthrew Chile and that the CIA was involved in the dirty war in Argentina and that the CIA supported the fascist generals in Brazil and all the other nests and that the CIA helped... Uh, murder a million people in Indonesia. You find that out, but it's like 50 years later when you find out. 972-647-1893. I found some good news. Some more good news, it, yeah. It's good news for oil field workers. Okay. The oil industry is booming and expects to keep on booming. They are making capital expenditures. In other words, they're buying new new factories and new equipment okay. uh, because they expect to be doing very well. The reason is because they are taking away the oil business from Russia. Russia has a big oil business, or used to. Used to. And now yeah. they have talked the Ukrainians into killing them. And so the uh, oil industry in the rest of the world, here in the United States mostly, uh, is profiting and doing great and expects to continue doing great. So if you're an oil field worker, your things are going to be going good for you. If you're an environmentalist, you don't like that news. So they're having trouble hiring. If you're an uh, environmentalist, you yeah, want you to don't use want wind news. and and uh, yeah. and, and uh, solar, solar yeah. power. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. That's what you want. Yeah. But you know they like that natural gas. There was an interesting article in the Washington Post, and it was repeated in the morning news too. A dark money m group Ugh. conned or bribed the Ohio government into designating gas as, quote, green energy. Oh, gas ain't green energy, folks. Oh, it's bad God. for the environment. Uh, solar oh, and wind power, those are, those are green energy, yeah. but not gas. But they conned the Ohio government into it and the governor of Ohio so wow. that they, uh, they're claiming that gas is green energy. That's crazy. That's, that's, well, that's because it's not as bad as just burning oil. Oh, well. Gasoline. Well, I guess that's supposed to make us feel better. Yeah. Oh. Strikes, a worker <laughs> tactic of last resort, has trended upward dramatically in recent years. It rose another 50% in 2022, according to Marketplace, and that was, uh, that was repeated in... Ed Sills newsletter. Now, I want to recommend Ed Sills. Yes. It, it's real easy to get on his list. You just write him and say, I want to be on your list. Ed at TexasAFLCIO.org. Right. Ed at All the labor activists in Texas get their news from Ed. Yes. Ed Sills. Ed is incredible. He, he's the great journalist from the Texas AFL-CIO. And he spends, listen, the Texas AFL-CIO office is literally catty corner from the Capitol. Uh-huh. So those guys are over there every single day. When if you go lobbying, you'll run into them. Oh, yeah. He, even the president. Absolutely. Rick Levy himself just goes from office to office all That's day right. long, all the way through the legislature. That's right. And uh, you bump into him at one office, and then you bump into him at the next one. That's right. When you go down there to lobby. And, and one of the callers said he was going to go with the teachers on March the 13th. Yes. That, there's a interesting thing you have to do to, with that. Now, if you want details on it, you can contact me at genelance.org, and it's, it's a website, and you can go uh, contact us, and you can reach me. Texas AF, AFT Lobby Day, March 13th. Here's the way they do it. They make you give them a $25 check, or you can give them $25 cash if you want to. And when you get on the bus to go to Austin, they you give get it the back money to back. you. That's right. They give it back to you. If you don't get on the bus, they keep your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a good just, deal. Yeah, it you, is. It's you a good either deal. go into Austin to help things, or you're giving twenty five dollars to a good cause. Yeah. 
So give $25 to the Texas, or give it to the Dallas Alliance for Education, AFT. And uh, let's see, I used to have that address memorized, 334 Center? No. No? 347, I think it is. Center, C-E-N-T-R-E, Dallas, Texas, 75208. Uh, but just contact me, genelance.org, and uh, and learn how to do that. They're, they're going to be lobbying for better pay for all education workers. That's not just teachers, because there's a lot of cafeteria workers and bus drivers. They want at least $15 an hour for the bus drivers. Well, and they, <laughs> a lot of people think, well, those bus drivers, they're all part-timers anyway. Well, yeah, they're part-time because yeah. they couldn't get something else. And think about it. If, they, if they're driving that school bus, they got a job in the morning, and they got a job in the afternoon. But they ain't got, but nothing, they ain't got the nothing else in the middle. And they're hourly workers. Yeah, so, I mean, cut them some slack, y'all. Mm-hmm. If I see one more mama. Yeah, my wife used to be <laughs> a, a bus driver for the Dallas Independent School District. God love her. They, they used to have, uh, the, the bus barn used to be down there uh, in in Old Oak Cliff. Yep, used to. I don't know where they where it is now. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, it's, I don't know, because they moved it from over there on Longview, too, so I don't know. You can call us at 972-647-1893. If you don't, I'm going to keep reading this. (laughs) (laughs) Major donors to the inauguration extravaganza for Governor Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Patrick were pipeline magnate Kelsey Warren. That's the guy the environmentalists all hate because he runs those pipelines. Yes, that's also the person from Clyde Warren Park. And the next one, the next highest one is is the beloved AT&T, Bonnie's favorite corporation. (laughs) Gambling interests, HEB Groceries, you've been wondering why why Texas has been so kind to HEB Groceries. Because they're building grocery stores in Frisco. It's because they are also major donors to Governor Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Patrick and various energy moguls. What does moguls mean? Moguls is like it's they're rich people. They're rich people. Rich okay. people. Oh, by the way, they call them rich people. The address for um, the AFT is three three four Center. C three three four Center. T R E seven five two zero eight. Right on, and send them twenty five dollars and uh, be, get ready to get on the bus. Texas Republicans want to rein in rogue prosecutors like Dallas County District Attorney John Crusoe. They don't like him because he's not hard enough on the poor people, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. It's the only thing I can think of. You know. Not racist enough. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. What do you want? What Mm -hmm. do you want? I like Crusoe. I do, too. I like him a lot. He's been very innovative about not having all these poor people in jail over over piddling stuff. What? Well, we have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, Gene, Bonnie. Hi. Hey. Ah. You know, something about that $32 billion they got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just wonder how much raise they're going to give all the politicians. Give, give it to themselves, huh? Oh, well, you know, they don't make well, they, Our politicians... Give out, I promise you, they're going to give out some of it. So. Well, our politicians don't make squat. Well, our politicians in Austin make $7,500 a year. And they work five months... Every other year. Mm-hmm. So, they, yeah. they got health care for life and they get pensions. They do, but they yeah. have they pay into it. Mm-hmm. They pay into the ERS, uh, which is the state uh, mm-hmm. pension fund mm-hmm. that hasn't had a COLA raise ever. Uh, with, how come they say that we have the best politicians money can buy? Well, there you go, because they're yeah. they're not getting paid. Uh, I think they, I you know, the Republicans seem to have a lot more money than the Democrats. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Okay. Does that mean they're getting bought off and we're not? What do you think about it, brother? I don't know. All I know is, and I see the writing on the wall, that they're going to give themselves a raise instead of get back some of that property tax money that they swindle everybody out of. Uh-huh. Well, I see that Governor Abbott, he uh, said he's on his campaign that he's going to get back, he's going to lower the property taxes. 
Well, anybody with any good sense knows that he signed that into law from all the past time, so. It always turns out, it always turns out that they favor the rich. Yeah. One way or the other, they might not say so. I mean, they say something else, in fact. But uh, the truth is they, they favor the rich, and they are not kind to the poor at all. That's it. Yeah. Well, appreciate your call, brother. Yeah. All right. We'll see y'all later. Thank you. Have a good weekend, man. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893, but you better hurry. I want to tell you about Donald Trump and his lawyer, Alina Haba. They have been fined almost a million dollars by a federal judge in Florida for what was ruled a frivolous lawsuit brought against Hillary Clinton and others. Trump is, according to the judge, quote, prolific and sophisticated litigant who is repeatedly using the courts to seek revenge on political adversaries. That's what District Judge Donald M. Middlebrooks put in his searing 46-page judgment published late Thursday. He said, quote, Donald Trump is the mastermind of strategic abuse of the judicial process, and he cannot be seen as a litigant blindly following the advice of a lawyer. He knew full well the impact of his actions. As such, I find that sanctions should be imposed upon Mr. Trump and his lead counsel, Ms. Haba. So they're in trouble. Yeah. But they'll, you know what they'll do? They'll appeal it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's, but, you know. <laughs> they, they just stay in court all the time, and it's, and it's working great for them. 972-647-1893. Do you want to say something, buddy? No. No. We're good. That's the first time I ever heard I ever heard you say that. I'm just, I can't, you know. You're speechless? <laughs> I'm getting that way because things just don't seem right. Uh-huh. What the, what the? Florida will not recognize a newly created advanced placement African-American studies course. Their officials argue that the lessons are illegal. Under state law, you can't study African-American studies and that the class significantly lacks educational value, so it's not valuable to study black <laughs> African-American studies. This guy is in Florida. something else. Well, oh it, racism is at the bottom of it. When you get right down to it, the fight in America today has been going on since the Civil War, and it's still the same fight. So he's been he, uh, Governor just I have a new name for him. Governor the Stalin. The Stalin. The Stalin. Isn't that good? I thought that was good. I like the Satanist. I like the Satanist or, uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of them we can come up with. He's, and here's uh, something I found very, very shocking, and it was in the Southern Poverty Law Center. They say there is some sort of a movement among reactionary sheriffs in several states, including Texas. It is sometimes called, quote, constitutional sheriffs, end quote. Oh, they choose which laws they will enforce according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. So the fascist movement is not just uh, just uh, thugs on the street. It's actually some of them are in the sheriff's department, according to the Southern Poverty Well, that's just Poverty shocking, Law. isn't it? Well, they got guns. <laughs> this is true. It worries me when well, law enforcement when law enforcement is affected. They're supposed to be just, impartial. Well, they're supposed to be. And we are finding out that they're in. A lot of our callers say, too, that they're not impartial. No, they're not. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Don't be getting stopped in Highland Park. You want to see some not impartiality. One last one. In a speech, President Biden mocked the Republicans for talking about, quote, big spending Democrats, end quote, <laughs> when in fact the deficit <laughs> dropped by roughly $350 billion in fiscal 2021 and more than $1 trillion in fiscal 2022, under his party's control, and that came from the American Alliance for Retired Americans. Well, you know, if he, if if Congress would just go on and and repeal the tax cuts from the last three Republican presidents, we we probably pay off the debt. Everything would be fine. Yeah, we gotta go, Bonnie. All Say right. goodbye. Goodbye, Bonnie.